If you think about it, chatbots, it's not like they're just smart enough to just like create the perfect experience that you want for your prospect. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Revenue Growth Architects podcast. So today we don't have Xander, it's just me and Chrissy here to talk through what is going to be an interesting topic, I think. Do you need a chat tool in 2023? We were at Dreamforce yesterday and we met up with a client. Upstairs and, we had, and Upstairs. Well, Dreamforce and Upstairs, correct. Yeah. <laughs> and we met up with a client and he posed the question. I think the chatbot that they use is the most expensive MarTech expense on there, you know, out of all of their MarTech expenses. And he raised the question, what are other clients doing? Oh, do you think we're seeing value out of this? You know, how should we think about this? And it was a really interesting question. And it's actually something that we've talked about before, not on the podcast, but behind the scenes. And I think it's something that would be really interesting to flesh out, to kind of let everyone know what we're seeing and really dig into the topic. So Chrissy, kick us off. I'm interested. Let's, let's dig into first, how has your perspective maybe changed on on website chat tools over the last several years? Yeah, well, I think, you know, when when they first came out, I feel like it was, you know, there's some buzz around it. You could, there's another way to engage your prospects and customers on your website and, you know, do that in a way where it's a bit automated and having these chat bots and setting up like a good buyer journey through that. But I think once you put it into practice, I think now there's there's a few things that are at play that I think maybe cause a little bit of a wrinkle or have, you know, um, unveiled who actually is, you know, a good target for, for using a chat tool company-wise. So because I think it's not something like, okay, we need to do away with them probably. It's just more around how they should be used and what teams should use it and what are those kind of like prerequisites so we'll we'll go into that later so but the interesting thing is the landscape has evolved like uh, when when drift first hit the scene everyone was super stoked on it so many of our clients bought it as a way to get their SDRs engaged with their prospects or to automate some of that, you know, to, to actually engage prospects on their website, but not having to use their SDR talent to do that unless it was a, you know, valid conversation. And since then, other tools have, you know, made chat part of their solution or they really invested in live chat. The rest of the tools out there, there's things like Qualified, you know, Marketo even have introduced dynamic chat. HubSpot has a chat tool. So I just wanted to kind of lay out the landscape because there's different different tools, but and there's a lot of different places where you can find those tools now. So it's obviously been big enough where there's companies that have evolved to either add it to their solution or come out with a new solution. And I think now there's there's been a few changes. So one, SDR teams have definitely shrunk in size. You know, tech's going through a lot of layoffs. That's a team where there has been a good amount of layoffs as well. And then also AI has kind of, you know, become the next big thing. And so every kind of tool is trying to figure out, okay, how can we leverage AI to make it like things more personalized and effective without having to have a human intervene. And I know some of the tools are are starting to put AI into it. 
but still yet to see that kind of, you know, come to fruition. So the one thing that we've realized, especially when we help clients is just the amount of maintenance and work that goes into the tools. So especially if you're using chat bots versus just live chat, if you think about it, chat bots, it's not like they're just smart enough to just like create the perfect experience that you want for your prospects. There's a lot of work that you have to do to go in and kind of figure out, okay, what branches do we want to use? What messaging do we want to say? And, you know, what offers we want to do? How do we segment people out like our customers versus a prospect? And, and that's not just something that happens on its own. You know, you have to be the person to go in and kind of set those up. So, for me, when it comes to using a chat bot versus using live chat, I find that chat bots just are so much work that you really need to think about, is it worth it? The only time I think it might be worth it is if you use it at first to just decide, okay, is this a customer or someone that is not a prospect and let's route to the right person? If not, then you know, connect that person to someone who is an SDR who should talk to your prospect. So, and do you think that when it comes to the actual chat bot, so that we're trying to automate the the conversation? You know, yes, AI eventually might get there where it can. Yeah. You know, you don't really it, need to create all of the branches. There's going to be, you know, AI is going to handle the conversation, but we're definitely not there yet. So, with the current state of the technology. Is it what, like the point of having those branches and trying to engage with, with the buyer, like, is that not the point of your website in general, right? Like, mm-hmm. so like if you're, but like, is your website not meant to have like, you know, a narrative on it, ways that you can navigate through the website to educate yourself, content, et cetera. And if you're trying to kind of replicate that or augment that with the chatbot experience, you know, it's, it's kind of like duplicating efforts, maybe like if the website is good enough at educating the prospect, then do you need that? chatbot to like be added added on there right so purely for the for the actual kind of the education piece the conversational piece that you're trying to automate without a human right so like mm-hmm. that specific use case do you think what what is the value of it other than trying to educate the person in an automated way but surely you could just do that with your website right am I, am I missing something no I, I think that's right I think when if you're not trying to connect them to a person for like a meeting if you're not trying to connect someone to customer success to have a conversation about their issue the only thing you're really left with is like trying to tell people you know go look at this piece of content or do something like that and I just feel like there's better ways to do that than with a chatbot and like you said just have a really great experience on your website or you know, there's other places where people are spending their time to really engage them and like a community or something like that, where maybe you can direct, you know, people to go spend their time there. Like, why not have your SDRs go spend time where your prospects are, you know, in and so I think or making your websites, you know, the user experience really good, like you said. And so, yeah, I think it's kind of unclear, but I just don't really see it. And if you think about it, ask like a marketer, ask yourself, like if you're listening to this, ask yourself, when was the last time you had a good experience like with chat? It's likely it wasn't a chat bot who's trying to guess at what you want to talk about. It's likely that you also were just trying to get contact with someone like you needed support. And so that's the one use case that I just still feel like is really useful 
is support because instead of having to put in a ticket and wait and stuff like that, you want like help now. But that's not what you also then want to waste your prospect, you know, your SDR's time with. They want to talk to prospects, not your customers. And we have found too when we look into um, the data for some of our clients, they're getting a ton of customers still then wasting their SDR's time and have to be rerouted to someone else. So let's talk about the human element. I want to have ask them some questions there. So the, but I want to touch back on something that you just said around kind of the the experience in the, in the chatbot compared to the website. And I think if I think about my personal experience, mm-hmm. you are when you're when you're speaking to obviously a bot, right? And again, you know, yes, AI might solve this problem one day. We're talking about the technology, you know, over the last couple of years and up to this point, you ask questions. So like a lot of times, maybe you go to a website, you know, SaaS company's website. They've got like a good, a good enough amount of detail. Maybe they don't have any information on pricing. So you would go to the chatbot and you'd ask it about pricing. But then essentially anything that isn't already on the website, that then goes, okay, well, then do you want to speak to a human, right? It's not like really answering anything new that isn't already answered on the website. Like, would you agree with that? And then it, and tell me if yeah. you agree with that. But then, then I want to move on to like then the human element. So first off, like, do you think that's true? Like, there's nothing it can answer really new and then I've got a couple of questions on the on the human side yeah I mean for anything that a prospect needs to know I just think that like your website is likely gonna answer it if unless you know you just make that really hard to find and like and I then said if the you only- make it hard to find then you can make it easy in the chatbot like why why would you do that right <laughs> it doesn't seem like yeah good, why good would move. you and it's like you're hiding your co- like if then you're hiding content that's useful for, for a prospect behind a chatbot, that also doesn't make sense for like SEO and things like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think have your website just be more nav, you know, navigatable. Is that even a word? Navigatable? <laughs> wow, I don't know. I'm going to have to Google it. <laughs> Navigable? I don't know. And someone i think you're probably just like <laughs> your heart is hurting right now listen to me figure that out but make that you know that be a priority and i i think you're so right even about the pricing issue like if you have to then like let someone talk talk to a chat bot to figure out your pricing or even to do a demo to figure out your pricing if you're an smb model especially like it just probably means that like something else is wrong there so right. but totally agree so the human side so I think you know, we've discussed, you know, the automated chatbot piece. Now I want to talk about the yeah. human side because there's like the engaging with prospects and you, and engaging with current customers. Now mm-hmm. let's exp- I want to explore that and you know, do you see the value from the prospect side of being trying to engage in live chat with prospects? And do you see the value on the support side? So engaging with customers who might have questions and some of the nuances between the support side I definitely do like there's just like no doubt in my mind like I feel like chat support is just like so useful nowadays especially for you know users right now like it's just I've used it so many times and I just think it's useful I understand that you probably don't want to waste your supports time with a bunch of you know, invalid conversations and things like that. But then there's things that you can do to figure out where to route those conversations. And I think that that's fair as well. Because you're going to have to do that with an email request or anything like that. So Mm -hmm. 
I think that that is valid and valuable because a lot of people don't want to have to jump on a call. They don't want to have to put in a ticket, wait 24 hours when they really just want someone to answer their question pretty fast. 100%. When it comes to prospects, so this is one thing that we were talking about yesterday with the with the client is like, okay, well, we're getting still getting meetings, you know, like it's not even the live chat with the the thing that they were actually trying to do is then get a meeting. But I think usually then they connect them to a prospect to kind of, you know, sort out that meeting or if they have questions. But I think there's this this understanding that like, oh, well, we're getting meetings out of it. And I think we talked about it, but like you probably would have got that meeting request or contact us or demo request, even if you didn't have the chat bot. And I also think when it comes to, so that's when it comes to like the chat bot and then getting the meeting where I think it can be valuable actually talking to a live person is if you actually have the man and woman power to actually have valuable live chat. And this is where I feel like tools that help you do more account identification on the website to actually alert the SDR or salesperson or anything like that, where someone from their target account is on the website and to then target them with a potential live chat. That to me is worth it. Like that, you know, it is targeted. And like if you're investing all this money in ABM to try and get people then to go to your website, I I would say maybe don't bombard them like right when they're just on like your homepage. But if you're seeing, you know, a few pages be visited or things like that or time spent on website is greater than like a minute or two, you know, three minutes or they're on your pricing page, that is a great place to then insert someone to talk to your target account or prospect. But I I suggest it only be for that because if you think about with like a salesperson's workflow, it's really hard to then interject and then have another thing that they need to check and need need to pay attention to. And so it should really just be a valuable conversation that is worth their time. If you're then just having them take on any kind of conversation that comes through, even if the person's not really like valid, valuable or part of your target accounts, it doesn't really make sense. And a lot of teams are just not big enough. And if you don't have a big enough team, I would say just don't do it because it's way worse to then try and reroute someone like four times for a live chat or to just not have someone then you know, use it, you're paying all this money. Well, like we said, it's an expensive tool most of the time. So if you don't have anyone actually using it, then why have it at all? So you need to think about, okay, how could this tool play into my team's workflow? Make sure you're really, you know, understanding with the team, how that's going to be used. And then also be very targeted. You want the conversations to be with the right people that they want to have conversations with anyway. If you don't, then it's just a waste of their time. Yeah, I want to pick up on a couple of things you said there, because I think I, I agree mostly. One part when you were saying how maybe for ABM, if someone comes to the website and they're from a target account, you you could, you know, pop up the chat and, and chat with them. I think in theory, that sounds like a great idea. I would chat, I would love to challenge everyone and go, okay, how often is that working? You know, mm-hmm. like go speak to your SDRs and see if you are running plays like that, how often are people actually answering that chat right like I myself like if I I was a target account and I was checking out a website you know assuming that the website has a a lot of the information that I need am I really do I really have the time to just like accept like the call I guess it's not like a phone call like the chat call and go okay yeah I'm going to start talking to them 
if I did have a question, then I would maybe initiate the chat or fill out contact us or fill out demo, right? So like, is it actually additive, right? Like, I think one of the things that one of the things I think I challenge everyone to really think about, if you're getting meetings through your chatbot, if you are having conversations through the chatbot, is that actually adding more meetings, more conversations, or is it just enabling a different mode of communication for those conversations yeah. and those meetings that would have already happened otherwise, right? There's tools like, you know, meeting schedulers, etc. There's even just filling out a form and responding to them and getting a meeting on the calendar. There's people, you know, reaching out, you know, for someone who's actually interested in your product, who wants to have a conversation, I don't think a chatbot, you know, is the reason why they wanted to have the conversation, right? They wanted to have the conversation because they're interested in your product and maybe they've been engaging with your marketing or whatever. So if that's the case, then it's just giving them another way of communicating. So, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it because it's so easy or something that it, it kind of gets them over a little bit of friction. But I think it's worth challenging the perception that, okay, we've got these meetings through our chatbot, right? And actually, it should never be the source of the meeting. It's just the conversion method, right? Like, it's not like if someone fills out a form and has a meeting, you don't put the source of the meeting as form, Phil, right? You say, oh, okay, they came from like a Google ad and they did the demo form, right? So that's why also when we talk about actual like lead source and attribution, like you shouldn't give attribution or source information to a, to a chatbot, right? It's the how they gave you their information. It's not actually where they came from or even what they were trying to engage with or what they were trying to get. So that's where I think it's just worth really kind of going back and having that hard conversation to see if it's additive or if it's just, you know, if you took it out or had it there, you still have the same amount of meetings. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I will say that if you do decide to use it where you want to try and have a conversation with like your target accounts, I think especially if you have maybe a more complicated tool or you have a lot of different solutions or something like that, and you want to make sure that, yes, your website should point people in the right direction, but if there's a way that where you can gather some information from your prospect or target account in real time as they're doing their research, I feel like that could be valuable now and direct and have them talk, talk to that person. Because essentially, like with SDRs, you're just trying to get information, trying to see if there's interest. You're trying to, and a lot of the time, the channels that they're trying to use right now just aren't great. Like you're waiting for that person to then fill out a form and then there's time that took place and things like that. So, but I think it just needs to make sense. It needs to be a valuable conversation. It can't just be like, Hey, how can I help? <laughs> you know, I think you could be like, Oh, you know, like, you know, pointing them to like, you know, what are you, are you fi figuring out what solution might be useful to you? Or what is the pain point that you have at your company? I suggest you go look at this and do you want to have a conversation about it if they found it useful and, and things like that. I think also Matt on our team found like a tool recently where it will like instantly pull you into a meeting if you want to like live, like as like almost like a face to face video call. And I think that that seems really interesting, especially to have your meeting connection, you know, time to meeting just be like a second. 
But I will say that that also depends on the company. Like if you, I think what makes sense for a meeting or a demo with a, a company is being really prepared, like really being prepared for like what the prospect wants to see and having that be done by someone who can just take a live call right then and there, I think is not really that applicable to most companies. If you're selling something very simple, yeah, then it makes off. sense. It'd be hard to pull off. I'm not saying but, that you shouldn't do it, but it's. It, I think that you just need to think about, like you said, is this something that we can pull off? Is it worth it? What extra and added value are we getting out of it? And are we getting, you know, exponentially more revenue out of this method than we were without it? Because you're paying for it. Like, it needs to cover the ROI of the tool. You can't just, like, want to invest and not see that you're actually getting a lift from it. The tool you mentioned, actually, I think I'm going to give a, a kind of maybe a weird analogy. But I, you know, I, one thing I don't, I, I personally really struggle with is when, you know, you're maybe texting a friend and they're trying to like catch up with you over text you know it's like how you doing what you've been up to and it's like let's just have a call I can't just you know we haven't spoken for six months we cannot catch up over text right there's just too much to talk about I think it's the same for trying to evaluate technology right like are you really going to be able to like get into the nuances and the detail like over chat message so like the tool that actually maybe initiates the meeting and you can actually have live you know meeting chat instantly that's that's interesting so I think yeah yeah, that seems better than trying to talk about a product over chat because you can only only so much detail you can get into into chat but so and I would say that's even really good for for support but that's just that's just me because if you need to do a screen share then that seemed so if you think about it it's like we're kind of like okay this seems really interesting for support or you know things like that but being really mindful of where it makes sense like top of funnel i mean yeah support for sure i mean i use it all chatbots all the time and i much prefer it because i can like start the chat multitask kind of have the conversation it's good for them because they're probably having four conversations at once so it's good for both parties because they can scale what they're doing and we can we don't have to be on a call sometimes but for buying software i feel like i just want to i'd want to just have a call with someone so anything that can kind of speed up that time to meeting is going to be is going to be better and i know chatbots can you know do that right like go start a chatbot and and book a meeting but yeah there's much cheaper ways probably that like more lightweight like meeting booking tools that can help you get there that don't have all the bells and whistles of a chat chatbot but if you're not using all of them you know and you, the only benefit is kind of fast meeting booking process then it's probably there might be a cheaper solution out there so yeah what should people do next i think if you're currently using a solution then i think you need to really evaluate and see like are we getting a lift from this like what are we actually benefiting from that might start with anecdotal data where you can like talk to your sdr team and then see like from them do they do they like that part of their workflow is it a disturbance to them are they actually having good conversations if not then it kind of seems like it shouldn't be part of you know probably not using it the right way or maybe just not for that team keep it for your customer support or whatnot 
I think if you're not using a chat tool, then you need to do that evaluation or think, you know, think about, is it the right fit? Just first, like really do the due diligence and think about what a world with this is going to be like, who's going to, you know, manage it. Cause it's a tool that's going to need a lot of management. Who's actually going to, you know, build the chat experiences. If that's what you're planning to do with bots, if you're not doing bots, you're just going to do live chat. Who are we going to target with live chat? And what's the added benefit that we're going to, you know, give to them outside of what we could just do with our website or just with a meeting booking experience to get them connected with sales. And so going through all of those things and and then having enough people to do it, like are your SDR swamped? Can they barely get to the inbound that you guys already have? Probably not a good solution. Just add another thing that they need to manage and look at, because I think you'll be surprised too. There's sometimes a lot of conversations that just never get answered. It, it, It just goes straight to, sorry, you couldn't, we couldn't connect you with someone. And to me, that's a worse experience. Just don't have it at all. Just don't have it all. Expectation, Um, reality, disconnect there for sure. Yeah, exactly. So those are all the things I think to keep in mind and then figure out the best, best solution. Like, are we a pretty simple tool? Do we just want to actually have a good connect rate to sales? Well, maybe that like, you know, connect to meeting right away solution is the right one or a different kind of solution. So really think about what's going to matter. Don't get FOMO. Don't get tech FOMO, like what everyone's doing. Oh my gosh, they have a new live chat. We should start using it. Or, oh, we see other people are doing live chat. We should use it. No, that's not the way technology should be bought and used as part of your strategy. Think about what really makes sense for your company. Yeah. I mean, that advice applies to everything. So great advice. Thank you. All right. Well, that wraps up this episode of Revenue Growth Architects. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, leave us a review, send us a message. We will be, we have actually got some questions that we're going to be answering from the audience on, I think, the next recording that we do. Keep them coming though. If you do want to get a question answered on the podcast, you can send us a video, send us an audio clip, send us an email and we will dig into that so and the email address to to send it to is rga at cs2marketing.com looking forward to hearing you hearing from you and thank you for joining us yeah have a good one